0: Listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Tuesday, the 29th of March. This is Recap, brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a
1: wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone.
0: Here's the disclaimer.
1: Investing involves risk, you aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
0: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
1: If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider.
0: G'day there Helen. Hey Jose, happy Tuesday. Uh, happy Tuesday to you, it's a, it's a good day Tuesday, one of the finest days in the week I find. Always, and you it's know, my you... birthday, did you know that? Well, is it your birthday? Yeah. Oh, t- oh, what? Oh, my God. Hang on a sec. I've got...
1: 21 again.
0: 21 again. <laughs> God, yeah. it's hard
1: being so youthful.
0: <laughs> there you go. Just for Why, you. you. The, the crowd goes wild. Uh, happy birthday, <laughs> Helen. Thank I'm you. I'm glad you can spend it with us.
1: Ha. Huh?
0: <laughs> hey, let's crack on. We've got a lot to discuss on the mm. show today. So Helen, sounds like Elon Musk, or Muskie as I like to call him, has an offer in the wings for Tesla shareholders.
1: That's right. News out of the US today is that Tesla is looking to make another stock split and pay this in the form of what's called a stock dividend. We know this because a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission shows the electric car maker, will ask its annual shareholder meeting to increase the number of authorised shares in the company.
0: Mm. So before we get into the mechanics of how this works, why might Tesla be considering a stock split?
1: There could be a number of reasons for this. It might be so it can lower its trading price to a more comfortable range for investors and increase liquidity. For instance, most investors are more comfortable purchasing, say, a hundred shares of a ten-dollar stock as opposed to one share of a one-thousand-dollar stock. Mm-hmm. Tesla shares, as we know, they're about a thousand dollars a piece, and like a lot of the tech stocks of late, they have suffered um, due to the Ukraine conflict. Well positive today, Friday's NASDAQ close showed that this stock had slipped 4.4% in 2022.
0: Now, we talk a lot on uh, Recap about dividends, about companies offering their shareholders dividends. What is a stock dividend?
1: Okay, a stock dividend is a dividend paid to shareholders in the form of additional company shares. In other words, instead of cash. A company might choose to do this when it's trying to preserve its existing cash supply. Now, these dividends have the advantage of rewarding shareholders without reducing the company's cash balance, although they can dilute earnings per share. So how do they work? These stock distributions are generally made as fractions paid per existing share. For example, a company might issue a stock dividend of 5% which will require it to issue 0.5 shares for every share owned by existing shareholders. So the owner of 100 shares would receive five additional shares. Stock dividends have a tax advantage and they are not taxed until the investor sells the share. And one more thing to note, sometimes a stock dividend might need to be held for a certain amount of time before the shares can be sold.
0: Right, now this is not the first time that Tesla has done a stock split, right?
1: No. Last year, in fact, in August 2020, was when they did a stock split. This was a five for one split. And since that time, Tesla shares have actually doubled. The big rally in Tesla shares And another stock, Apple, just a month before when it did its own stock split, caused some commentators to say stock splits are troublesome for the market because there is no real value. In other words, giving me five single dollars rather than a five dollar bill means I'm actually no better off. They also argue it enables smaller traders to snap up shares at lower prices, and this in itself contributes to
0: hype. Mm. So how did the market react to this news of a stock split?
1: Favorably, shares in Tesla were up eight percent at the close to one thousand and ninety-five U.S. dollars and eighty-four cents.
0: Cool. Thank you very much for that, Helen. Uh, let's have a look over in Australia now, where Sigma Healthcare has released its full-year results, flagging a net loss.
1: Why does Sigma ring a bell? Has that company actually featured on Recap before?
0: Yes, it has, and good spot. A long-time listeners may remember that Sigma was one of the parties involved in a bidding war over Australian Pharmaceuticals Industries, or API for short. Uh, West Farmers eventually won the campaign for API. Sigma actually pulled out late last year after being outbid. Uh, but if you don't recall, uh, Sigma is a wholesale pharmacy distribution business. It also operates over 1,200 retail stores, or under a number of different brands in Australia.
1: Right, so what's the last year been like for Sigma?
0: Well, I'd say it's definitely been a mix. Earlier this month, uh, Sigma had actually revised its financial guidance upwards for the year, due to, due to a surge in consumer spending on rapid antigen tests. Uh, but it also flagged that a net loss was on the cards. And that's exactly what's occurred according to Sigma's reporting today. The company experienced a net loss of 72 million australian dollars where just a year earlier it made a net profit of 43.5 million
1: hang on a minute what's the story here normally i'd say impacts on business would be covid
0: related but you just said they saw sort a of bump due to sales to COVID tests uh, well you're still right sigma says that compared to last year when COVID was surging uh, they've experienced much lower sales of ppe uh, but they've been making also major and a major investment into new I, and a, excuse me, into a new IT system, the implementation of which has experienced uh, several issues. All up, it's cost Sigma sixty five million dollars. Plus, they've had millions of dollars of restructuring costs. Uh, they've also had that due diligence on the API bid. Uh, in the end, it all adds up.
1: So a mix of changes in demand caused by COVID and one of costs. What are they forecasting for this financial year?
0: Well actually the company didn't offer very specific guidance for their earnings this coming year, but they did say that they expect to see a return to profit. They have, however, stuck to their full dividend, which matches what was offered last year. Shareholders will receive one percent one cent rather per share to be paid on the 22nd of April. <laughs> And just to end the show today, I thought we'd drop this update about those insider trading allegations involving push pay shares. Listeners might remember that we covered this last month when the Financial Markets Authority, or FMA for short, filed proceedings against two people. Well, today one of the individuals involved entered a plea at the Auckland District Court.
1: Yes, this is a fairly big story. It's worth going back over the details too. Push pay is a New Zealand-based tech company that runs a system designed to manage donors. Churches and not-for-profits are their main customers. In fact, most of the top 100 churches in the U.S. use Pushpay's software.
0: Yep, and at the core of the allegations we're talking about is events that happened in 2018 where Pushpay's co-founder, Elliot Crowther, announced he was resigning and he sold down his stake in the company. So the FMA claims an insider to the company used material, non-public information to advise or encourage another person to trade on that information. The FMA says at least 5.5 million ordinary shares were then traded.
1: So basically they're saying someone in the company knew the resignation was coming and told someone else before it had been made public. And this is a big no-no in markets around the world because it provides an unfair advantage in trading in shares.
0: Yeah, if it's to work, the market needs to be an even playing field for all all investors. So if you work at a public company, you're likely to have certain restrictions or you'll need approval for where you, when you can buy or sell shares. Uh, it's really important to note here that the charges don't involve either push pay or crowther. Also, also worth mentioning, the FMA has brought a civil claim against both people and a criminal charge, that's the insider trading charge, against only one of them.
1: And that would be the person who appeared in court this morning, so what happened?
0: Uh, so they entered a not guilty plea and requested trial by jury. The judge who heard the plea is also granted name suppression for both the accused. There will be a hearing in May to decide if that name suppression will be extended. Uh, The judge also granted bail for the person facing the criminal charge. And if found guilty, that person could spend up to five years in jail and be ordered to pay a fine of up to $500,000. Penalties for the civil claim could include up to a million dollar fine for an individual. And that brings us to the show today. That was recap for the 29th of March. Thank you very much for listening. We'd love you
1: to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at shizis.co.nz and you can leave a voice message. There's a link in the episode description.
0: Oh, we love voice messages. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Matewa. wa.
0: Bye.